Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 AM, we trust God is blessing you so much in a mighty way. The best of friends we are, this is happening throughout the hour uh, eight. My name is Ray, and uh, Wednesday Live, the name of the show. And uh, together we are, and I trust that uh, you are blessed so much. And as I said, thank you so much to the capable man, Johan Elsie, the real man, you know, the one who can really take you through the airwaves. It's Johan Elster. Thank you so much, man. Right, we are together till 8, Wednesday live, the name of the show. Our guests have been able to secure them online. And uh, let me greet them in the new season. Yeah, yeah. Pastor Samuel Kabamba, greetings to you in the new season, Sam. Yeah, greetings to you too. <laughs> we thank God to be alive. We thank God to have uh, a 2021. Yeah. And we believe that uh, the Lord is going to be so good to us. And we are so grateful unto him for the past years, not a year, but years that you've been uh, sharing the word on uh, Radio Puppet. And we are so so grateful to Radio Puppet as well and so grateful to God. And thank you very much, man of God, for having us. And uh, we also thank God for all our listeners. And we are so blessed to be there for them. And we shall continue to serve them. Amen to that. And Muruti Muraka is also on the line. Greetings in this new season, men of God. Muruti. Thank you. And greetings to you. Greetings to Muruti Kabamba. Definitely yes, in this new season. And greetings also to the beloved uh, brothers, sisters uh, who are always participating on this show, either through listening, praying, or even contributing. I, I echo everything Muruti said, Muruti Kabamba said, in thanking you, thanking Radio Fulfi, thanking the listeners, you know. And my desire in this new season is that we will hear from the Lord, we will be taught of Him together, and we will also grow together in the Lord Jesus Christ uh, with our eyes focused. On his coming. Absolutely, absolutely. Then, of course, uh, uh, tell Vanessa that it it rests well so much in my heart that she yeah. says she loves me. Yes, sir. I yes. I, I will pass Na, the message. Yeah, kya kya English me Nara for stani wa me <laughs> yeah, yeah, rarati one that. Rarati. Yeah, on world khafostan me bla. Yeah, pass my regards to her and uh, my love to her in the new season. Pastor Sam, pass my regards at home and yeah, my we'll love to mommy Thank in you. the new season we'll, there. We'll do that. We'll do that. Much we'll blessings. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Right, we we had touched a bit on spiritual ignorance the previous week, haven't we? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we touched on that. And then we said, uh, you know, um, when we come back, we are going to be talking about knowing time. Yes. In other words, knowing the time that we are living at. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that I've come to realize, uh, Baruti, is, is that... 
it's even hard for those who purport to say we are believers or Christians to actually be able to tell us as to what kind of time is this. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus Christ knew the times, man. He says to his disciples, go, and then when you arrive at that house, you'll find a cult. Tell the owner of the house that the master needs it. Mm-hmm. In other words, the, the, the owner of the, the house and the cult knows the time. He knew the time. He must have known the time. Otherwise, he couldn't have agreed. He must have known it as to even the, the time of the advent of the message of the master. Yeah. Hey, and, and, you know, we, we were able to, to even tell many people, stop saying this is a year of something and a year of something and a year of something, you know, uh, unless mm-hmm. you know what time we are at. And so that you can speak that which is true and that which is according to the word of God. Mm-hmm. We are living in a time. We are living in times. We are living in a space frame uh, of time. And uh, we're living in seasons. And we are at a season even now as we speak. And one has to be able to be conversant with as to whatever it is a season that we find ourselves in its brevity yeah. and what it is all about and mm-hmm. the right use of the time that we are at it's very important to also look at the right use of the time that we are at you know and uh, then it's also the the notion of knowing the number of our days and i'm not talking about when you're going to die and all that but to know the number of our days at which number are we at are we in the mm-hmm. middle number of the great tribulations you know Mm-hmm. or at the number of the great victories which go towards the end. And uh, the other aspect of this is also to look into um, uh, the nature of our days can be able to tell us as to what kind of spiritual time we are at. We are able to look into that. The Word of God speaks with regards to that. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15, it says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Verse 16, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Redeeming the time, because the days are, the days are evil. Check how you walk. And then it, it speaks about, why should one be so careful about how they walk? so careful about or being circumspect about how they conduct themselves why should one be found to be wise and says because days are evil yeah means the time shows that days are evil and i wonder as to what kind of times are we being shown with regards to our days what are the times saying about the days we live at? Let me bring this and start with you, Pastor Sam. Today, let me start yes. with you, Sam. Yes. When we say we must know the times and the time uh-huh. that we are at, being able to number our days, just like these ones were able to number their days, says, hey, days are evil here. <laughs> Today, are we, yeah. able, are we able to do so, Maruti? Yeah, first, thank you very much for the question. You know, this is uh, 
something that uh, uh, many of us we don't really pay attention to. We are so busy with many, many things, and we don't consider uh, some of the words that uh, the Lord himself used when he was on earth. Because there was a question that was asked uh, to him if uh, uh, that was a time for him to to reestablish the kingdom. Uh, and then uh, that I remember in the book of uh, Acts, uh, he told them uh, that the time is not now. I do not know the time, but only my father knows the time. But you, you shall receive the power, and you shall be my witness in uh, uh, Jerusalem, Samaria, Judea, and you shall go to the uh, to the extremity of uh, or to the whole uh, world. You shall go and preach the gospel. This mm-hmm. was the day, I mean, when he was speaking to them based on uh, they wanted to know the time of the establishment or the time of the kingdom of God to be established on earth. Yeah. Obviously, we knew that, uh, we know all of us that uh, uh, Jesus Christ came on earth in order uh, to bring a kingdom that is different from uh, uh, the kingdom in which we live in somehow uh, physically. And he had to not to, re- I mean, to show them a picture of something different. Mm. Now, by him coming that way, when you go back to the book of Matthew, people again, he called them and said, I have to talk to you about the things that will take place before the end. But I'll show those signs, and then you shall observe them, and observe and see. When you see wars, you see uh, in the Matthew 24, when you see wars, you see people fighting kingdom, uh, working against one, another kingdom, Already you know at the time is just there. Now, what happens is uh, we are not behaving like people who are considering or who are focusing on uh, the time. But we live uh, somehow, we've fallen into living with events. Mm. Instead of observing events uh, for us to know the time. But we've uh, become uh, caught up. We are caught up into the event. Mm. And uh, one day I said something. I said a human, uh, uh, a human is a creature of habit. The moment you enter into something, in the beginning we can try to reason a bit. But after some time we enjoy it and we start even fight against one another, mm. trying to defend the event instead of... Uh, actually exposing them because we as sons of God we're supposed to expose whatever we see if it has a message from the Lord we have the right and the mandate to speak out because Jesus Christ actually God spoke to uh, to Ezekiel and said I shall show you you are the intercessor you are the watchman I shall show you what has to happen. If something that I say to somebody is in the case of a prophecy or a warning and so on, if I show you something regarding somebody, what you need to do is to go and warn him. And uh, if you don't want the person, the person happened to die, then that the, his blood will be required on your head. But if you do the job and the person does not need to eat, it's not your fault, at least you've done the job. Now, what am I saying here? We are supposed to be living and observing whatever goes on around us 
in order to know which time are we in. Mm. And when we understand the time in which we are, we're supposed to speak up. Yeah. To say and to warn the children of God. It's not the time to be any more distracted with whatever is going on around, mm. but it's time for you to focus on one, two, three, four. Example. Yes. To focus on the word, focus on prayer, focus on on uh, on what you call um, fellowship, and uh, that's what we're supposed to be doing. But because we do not pay attention to it, and we don't understand the time. Then we, as I said, we are caught up. As you remember, you gave us the, I mean, scripture in Ephesians mm. 5, 16, that we need to work up because the days are evil. Now, you and I, we know that this Bible was not written yesterday. It was, it is, it's been written for almost 2,000 years. We're talking about years, many years that the Bible has been written. Then you ask the question, this end time, when did this start? And what is happening? In which time are we? Now, you see that, I mean, because somehow the events that has been written in the Bible, or somehow people say, hey, it has been written, hey, but we're not seeing anything, but they're still living. Uh, one uh, century goes and the other one comes and then we continue. And then, hey, why are we going to talk to us about the end of time? Why are you going to talk to us that we are at this time? But people don't realize that, I mean, we've gone past already a lot of events. And by now, as we're talking, we're talking almost on the, almost on the last hour. Because mm. we are talking about we are on the last hour where things have been prepared for the, for the bride to be taken. Things have been prepared for, for, for the Lord to come and collect, I mean, pick up his bride. I mean, this is a time where people are supposed to be awakened and be, be focused on the Lord and not focused on anything. Now, you see, this type of message is not popular because if you come and tell people, hey, I mean, uh, Christ is about to come, not with the intention of, uh, of, uh, of, of this, I mean, disturbing people's mind, but in, in the intention of preparing them for, for the coming of the Lord. When mm. you come with that good intention, you tell them, hey, it's not time for you to waste by focusing on whatever is going on around because whatever is going on around is just telling us that it's time to be alert and to time to watch because... The days are evil, and the Lord is about to come. Mm. And this is exactly what we need to do. I mean, I believe the time in which we are right now, we can see people can be focusing on, oh, you know, you know. as I said before, let me just finish on this. You see that, I mean, the world it works in a such a way that uh, we shall get to a place where we shall work against one another. And the Bible says clearly that people shall work against one another. People shall fight against one another. Meaning, those who will be for something, they will be fought by those who, are, who won't be for that. And those who will be for something, they will be fought by those who are not I mean, who are against, against that. And already we can see that. Today, if you stand and you say, you say something contrary to what is happening, you are seen as a bad person. You are seen as an evil person. But while you're supposed to be telling people the truth, say, you know what is happening now? This is a, these are signs to tell you that the Lord is about to come. Instead of you being distracted, focus on the Lord. If you have to die, pay the price to the Lord, do so, because it is time. And, but you know what? Uh, people will fight against you. They will disown you if need, if need be. The government will punish you, will be arrested if need be, and there will be a lot of things that might be going on. But it's time to really to wake up from our sleep because Jesus Christ is about to come.
We are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope, faith and love on 657 AM. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Absolutely there, absolutely there. Yeah, and uh, of course we trust and believe God is blessing you so much in a mighty way. And the best of friends we are, we are talking about time as to what it is. And uh, can we be able to say we know uh, the time we live in? I want to read something, Muruti, uh, for you. And uh, perhaps maybe we can speak with regards to that, you know. Uh, And I'm saying that those who are children of God uh, knew the times, they knew the days, you know. Uh, In Genesis chapter 47, verse 9, Jacob says to Pharaoh, Uh, The days of the years of my pilgrimage are 130 years. Few and evil have been the days of the years of my life, and they have not attained to the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage. He's able to compare the time of his life and the time of those who lived before him. Uh, And it's just amazing also. It's just amazing. Uh, uh, in in Genesis chapter six verses three, the Spirit of the Lord says, "My spirit shall not." The Lord says, "My spirit shall not strive with men forever, for it, it, for indeed he is flesh; yet his days shall be one hundred and twenty years." Amazing, there uh, that the time and the days of men are already mentioned and numbered. And then when you go to First Chronicles chapter 29, verses 11, says, For we are aliens and pilgrims before you, as were all our fathers. Our days on earth are as a shadow and without hope. There it speaks about the brevity, the brevity of the time we have here on earth. Just amazing. Uh, Job speaks concerning his days in 7, verses 6. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle and are spent without hope. So we should be knowing our times. We should be knowing our days. Muruti? Indeed. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you know, it is, uh, it is important, I think, first of all, for us to know that time is in the hand of God. Actually, he is the one who has created time. He lives outside of time. But he decided to have time for us and put us within time. And even gave us that uh, understanding that we should understand times. I remember when he created uh, the heavens and the earth. On the fourth day, uh, this is what is written. 
uh, as he was creating. On the fourth day, uh, it was said that this is how he uh, uh, he said, and I'm reading from verse 14, uh, chapter 1 of Genesis, verse 14 downwards. Then God said, let there be light in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and seasons and for days mm. and years. And let them be for light in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth. And it was so. Now, we will see that it is God who created a, a time for us for seasons and years and so forth. Now, you were reading or you were quoting for us what Moses said, we should be able to uh, uh, count our days. In other words, we should be able to know time. And you went at length just now before you asked me the question, in terms of all these uh, 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 examples of people who were aware of their time. I want to go to what Jesus himself said. He says this, in uh, Luke chapter 12, uh, and I'm going to read from verse 54 to verse 56. He says, whenever you see a cloud rising out of the west, immediately you say, a shower is coming, and so it is. And when uh, the south wind blows, you say, there will be hot weather, and there it is. Hypocrite, you can descend the face of the sky and of the earth, but how is it you do not descend the season? Now, this is what God wants from us. Uh, those things are okay. We can uh, have uh, uh, weather uh, uh, people coming and telling us it's going to rain uh, on Friday or this kind of thing. Those things are, however, those things are like parables. They should be speaking to us that in the same way that we are uh, in ourselves as human beings desiring to, to know ahead of what is coming, we should actually know regarding the season, <coughs> excuse me, that we are in, and if there be another season coming, we should be aware of that season. And all these things are actually captured by God in his word. The word of God tells us that God, Elohim, Jehovah Elohim, Yudhevade Elohim, is the one who says, I say something. Uh, before it happens, because I know the end from the beginning. So, in other words, all that pertains to time season has already been captured for us in the Word of God. So, all that is needed from us, especially as children of God, is to be in touch with our Father. 
so much that we continually ask him, where are we? What mm-hmm. season are we in? What mm-hmm. is facing me? How should I conduct myself in this season? That is uh, the reality of knowing time. Paul, when he writes, uh, is, is, is motivated by the Holy Spirit. In First Thessalonians chapter 5, says this, this one. But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. In other words, we have been prepared. We, in the way we are prepared to actually know and understand the seasons so that we can know what to do. Uh, the Bible says in First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32, I will not uh, uh, go and read it, I will paraphrase it. it, it they were talking about uh, the numbers of those that were supporting David. And in First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32, it, it, you know, it's almost like a misplaced statement because it says, of the sons of Issachar. They knew to understand the season, and they knew as to what Israel should do. And then it said their number was 200 together with their brethren with them. So it's almost like a statement just thrown in when they were talking about numbers of people that are supporting. But it's important to realize that it is saying David had with him men that understood uh, 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 the seasons, and therefore they would know what Israel should do in any particular given season. And that is what should be with us as children of God. We should be seeking from the Holy Spirit. We should be seeking from the Word of God as to what season are we in. And being in this season, how should we conduct ourselves? Because Jesus said, go ye into the whole world and make disciples of all nations. And those that believe, uh, immerse them into the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And teach them to retain those things I have charged you. Uh, And so they have left us, the apostles, the teachings of what Jesus wanted us to know. And therefore, we should retain this, because in any way, he is with us. Because he says, behold, I'm with you uh, every day Mm. until the end of the age, until everything gets closed. All seasons are tied up and tied down, and everything is finished because God has got an end, which is waking to what? At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp, and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone. 
and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, the app pick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone. No hassles, no frills. It's just sounds full of life on 657 AM. We are talking about knowing our times, knowing the times we live in. And uh, as to um, these days, do we find ourselves really knowing our times? Are we just, uh, you know, speaking and uh, as ignorant as one can think of, you know? Yeah, you know, it's just amazing. Uh, that when it comes to our times, our days, we should be knowing. And, and I'm happy uh, when Muruti also said, you know, we, you know, Nohal, we as believers should be knowing uh, the times, you know, we should be knowing the times as to what they are. Now, If you look also into the Word of God with regards to this, uh, it speaks. It speaks also about the kind of times that a person finds themselves living, and God tells us to use our time effectively. Ecclesiastes chapter twelve verses nine. Remember now, that's a time, your Creator in the days of your youth, because difficult days come. And the years draw near when you say you have no pleasure in them. Difficult days come and, uh, and those years draw near when you have no pleasure. It means years where one won't be pleased. Years without pleasure that would be coming on, coming forth. So as those are coming. We are told that, you know, we are told uh, about uh, d- days of difficulty, you know, and we are told to use our days in whichever way. So in these good, great days, remember the Lord, you know, um, so that when the bad ones come, you are with the Lord, you are in the Lord, you are strengthened by him, and uh, you are not frustrated by them. So it just shows also that we must be able to know the times, Right. And then, of course, uh, when you look into First uh, Corinthians chapter seven, it says, "By this I say, brethren, the time is short, so that from now on, even those who have wives should act as though they have none." And uh, uh, it's just amazing. Also, it says, "It is a time, and then those who use this world are not misusing it, for the form of this world is passing away." Uh, we also see that, that very aspect, you know, uh, of discipline, saying we live in a time of ill-discipline. That is what oh. was pointing across. We live in a time of ill-discipline. And says our discipline should be uh, rebooted in such a way that even those who are married would be as if they are not. Uh, it speaks about the high level of, of discipline that should be there. And he was pointing out, therefore, that, uh, hey, you're living in a time of a serious lack of discipline, a serious lack of Christian conduct, or a serious lack of believers' conduct, I should put it across, mm. in that your time has even become short. 
Yo. What say you, Muruti? Yeah, actually, we thank God for that because, you know, uh, the Bible is so uh, so clear and so uh, everything has been put together so you may be able to know that uh, nothing of whatever uh, we might be facing that has never been written somewhere. Because it's written and the Bible is so clear that when you see events uh, unfolding, Mm. Uh, those who are, I mean, uh, the readers of the Bible need to do what to pay attention because these are things. And now here, uh, uh, the the white man is saying uh, when talk about the disaster, talking about Solomon. You're looking at uh, uh, many of uh, his uh, his words. I mean, he, he came up by saying you need to be, you can play, you can do whatever you want to do, but uh, do not forget, uh, uh, the, I mean, your your, your creator because. There'll be a time where you will need your Creator. There'll be a time where you will need Him. You will need His presence in your life. And today, you see that, as I said, uh, human beings are creatures of habit. We tend to forget easily uh, the things that you see. It's like, uh, uh, I'll give uh, this, uh, this example, the way we move from one place to another, the way we move from one thing to another. Sometimes we don't even think. Uh, if we are being trapped or not. I'll give a simple example. Uh, we, uh, uh, we're talking about like uh, uh, cars, for instance. When we look at cars today, uh, cars are changing uh, on a, almost on a daily basis. Mm. You buy a car today, you, are, you buy it off from, from the bank, you still owing the bank some money. Uh, before you get to five years, you won't even get to five years, by, by the way. Before you, you're already two years, They've released another one. Yeah. Now, the bank comes to you and says, hey, you know what, there's another one that they just been released. And then, you know, it's just a matter of moving to it, and then you'll just add a bit of money on, on top. Mm. But the bottom line is, uh, you move from what you have, what you have uh, without seeing any problem with that, because it did not cause you any problem. It's still okay, it's still fine. And that's because another one's been released. But when you look at the, the, the engine uh, size, it's the same thing. The speed is the same thing. Maybe they've just added a bit of technology in the car. Mm. Then you move to a new technology that you might not be been able to use. You just moved because you're going to be driving a car when you look at your, your dashboard, you look at it, it, it looks good, better than the first one. But in the essence, you won't even use whatever that is in that car. Mm. Then why moving? Why changing to another thing? Why do you know that I mean, what you have could still help you? This is what people sometimes, I mean, we get to a place of not understanding the time per se. We don't see how we've been trapped, how we are getting into more trouble, instead of, I mean, releasing ourselves. Because when you move to a car, for instance, you buy a car on credit, you know that after five years, you're supposed to be free, normally. You're supposed to be free from, from the bank. But then you find yourself, since you bought the first car, you've never been free. I mean, you, you continue to be, I mean, bound. From one, I mean, uh, from the, the day one, you are already on, on, on ten years, but you realize that you have you've gone already in, into three cars, but those three cars you haven't finished paying them, meaning you're still owing somebody. And the time tells us that when you when you are moving into from one thing to another, you need to understand that the time first of all does not belong to you; it belongs to God. Mm. Our time belongs to God. Then you need to uh, use it wisely. And you don't use it wisely just for the sake of I mean, using it, but in whatever you do, be sure that I mean, you, you are using it 
to glorify God. Yes. Now, when you move, I mean, today, as I said, sometimes we don't even realize we bound ourselves. I mean, this is a truth. I mean, we need to talk to ourselves. This, this is the honest truth. You know, you get to a place whereby the Bible says, don't be, I mean, uh, a borrower, but be a lender. But the Bible is so clear on that. Because if you are a borrower, you'll be a slave to your lender. Now, what happens? The same people who are preaching the gospel, because we know the, 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 the importance of, uh, of being free and serve God freely. We know that is the importance of that. When we don't obey to that word, we find ourselves as well as preachers as we are. We find ourselves, I mean, uh, having cars that are on credit, and we say, hey, as long as they can afford. But the truth of the matter is, if you could be, if you could keep, you save money and buy your own car, I think by now you're supposed to have enough money to care for the time that God has given you, to care for other things that are important, that are essential. But because we do not see uh, what we might be doing at that particular moment for God, we might find ourselves that the money, to, the money that we're supposed to be using, the resources we're supposed to be using for God, we find that we are, we are using those resources for other things. And this is about not understanding the time. Because this is, this is all, the whole debate. We don't sometimes we'll see that. And then we find ourselves into many, many, many uh, involvement just because we think that we have the control over our lives or we have control over time, we have the control over, over things. But we, one, we don't have control over anything. But God has control over everything. That's why, as Muruti said, Muruti uh, Muraki said, we need to ask God what to do. Is it necessary for me to engage myself or to buy what I want to buy now? Mm. Is it going to hurt me? These are questions we ask ourselves. How many people who have, uh, who have taken maybe cars and they've died and they've left I mean, uh, debt behind for their wives or their husbands to continue to pay? How many? Because they did not check the time. Maybe they, they, they only had five years to leave. But there was no need for you to go and uh, uh, engage yourself into something that you want to be able to finish. How many of us have gone I mean, to buy houses that could have been 20 years, but you have only 10 years to live? Then you die, you leave problems behind. But, you know, when Christians, especially as sons of God, if we can be able to understand time, we'll avoid a lot of things. And we're going to also help our brothers and sisters to avoid as well a lot of difficulties. That's, that's the bottom line, because our lives and our days are numbered. The way they are numbered, we need to know what to do on the 6th of, uh, of, January, um, 6th of January 2021. I need to know what, I, what am I supposed to be doing. Am I supposed to just be walking around like everybody's walking around? Or am I supposed to be just sitting and start talking about uh, uh, things that everyone's talking about? Am I supposed to be just listening to the news? What exactly do I need to do? These are questions people need to do. But, you know, when we do not know that, we find ourselves in, I mean, caught up into the, I mean, into the evil times. Because so when the evil times come, we're going to be just, gee, hey, we are in already. What to do? It's like today. Hey, let me just mention it because this is our, our talk of today. When they tell us, oh, this, oh, we're going to have a vaccine, we're going to have this, okay. But now, the truth of the matter is, what is God saying about the vaccine? We need to know. It might not be something we can, we, can, we, can, uh, we can talk about out there, but individually, God can tell you that, hey, it's a normal thing. You can have it, but it won't change anything to you. 
But at this particular moment, whatever the people are saying, is it what God is saying or what people are saying? And all this works in terms of time. We need to know. Because if we do not know, and then you fall into a trap of the enemy, then while you're in the trap, you know, us as Christians, we always have that problem. We always find ourselves in, in the problem, then we start praying. Why can't you pray now? No. Discover. Mm. And be able to prepare ourselves for anything that is coming. But when you don't pray, you see, because the Bible says clear, Jesus said, watch and pray so you may not fall into temptation. Watch and pray so you may not fall into trouble. Because trouble will come. But you need to be watching so you may not fall into it. But how do you watch? It's about time. Because watching is about time. It's about seeing what is happening. It's mm. about being able to control whatever is going on around. You don't just involve yourself into anything because everyone is getting into it. It's going to be the only person who's going to say no. Be saying no, but knowing why you are saying no. Mm-hmm. Don't just involve because everyone is going into because we're going to find ourselves in that difficulty. They said no to, 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 to all of us. We say yes. All of us, we say we, we agree. But what is God saying? Because we need to have the people who will say no to some people. We need to have people who say yes to some people. But mm-hmm. all this is it's about what? It's about knowing the time. If you understand the time, then you can say no. Because you know what will come out of that. Because if you do not know, you say no, hey, and they kill you, you did not know the time, then you won't say, hey, I'm dying for Christ. You're not dying for Christ because you do not understand. Maybe Christ could tell you, run, escape, do this, because even himself, he was about, he was about to be torn. But what did he do? He passed through them. Because if it was his time for him to die, he should have stayed there and allowed them to stone him. But he passed through them. Why? Because it was not time yet. But when the time came for him to die, hey, he told them, I am dying. Mm-hmm. When they told him, are you the, are you, are you the king? He said, hey, you are saying it. You know, he, he did not have to shy away. He had to say, hey, they are calling me the king of Jews. Hey, hey, hey the way you're calling him, that's the way I am. Mm-hmm. Because by then he knew that it was his son. But if it was not his son, he should have not allow him or accept to die. That's what is happening. We need to be well prepared to ask God to present the evil day and the evil time and not just cut, I mean, uh, cut us up without us knowing that it is a time. Do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Puppet, Radio Puppet website, the Word for Today magazine, and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Puppet, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopuppet.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. Faith, hope and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. Yeah, this, this is powerful. The very aspect of uh, the matter that we, we, we must know our time. And we must know what kind of time we're living in so that we can know how to spend that time. Yeah. That First Corinthians 7.29, it's, it's about subordinating earthly duties to heavenly duties, you know, subordinating this the flesh to so that one can be able to to work on towards mm-hmm. the spiritual. It's just amazing there. Now, in Colossians chapter four, verses five, 
it tells us about the time we live in, which is a time of walking in wisdom towards those who are outside the faith, redeeming the time. You know, uh, we are supposed to know that we are to walk walks of wisdom yeah. so that those who are outside can be able to see the Christ that is in us. And I also said it in Ephesians uh, uh, chapter 5, verse 15. See that you walk circumspectly, not as fool, but as wise. And now I say it in Colossians 4, verses 5. That we be able to walk circumspectly or walk walks of wisdom, redeeming the time. Um, we live in a time of the walk, the true walks. For we have seen the failure of rhetorics. Mm. We have seen the failure of rhetorics and all kinds of mobilizations which had made people to assemble to the call of men instead of God. Yeah. And to find themselves worshipping men instead of God. And these have, to a greater degree, made the name of the Lord to be blasphemed. And not, I'm not saying I'm better than them. I'm just saying that is the state of affairs. That's yeah. how it is. That's how it is. And we are called on to say it is also a time of walking in wisdom towards those who are outside so that they can see this walk of wisdom, this walk of Christ, for Christ is that wisdom of God. Yeah. Muruti, what comes to mind? Yeah. <clears throat> what uh, comes to my mind as you are speaking about that, uh, my brother, is that there is a responsibility upon us as those that are children of God. And that responsibility starts, first of all, in understanding, like what we are talking about today. Yeah. Understanding, first of all, number one, who is God? And, and really understanding that he is a, a sovereign God who is in charge of everything and who despite of being that way, actually became a human being to set us free. And not only us who say we believe, but everyone that is made in the image and the likeness of God, uh, who is a human being, God wants to save. That is, number one, in this season, this is the season of salvation. Mm. This is what God wants everybody to know. But especially us who have been set free, we have been set free from bondage in order to be sent out to, to declare to those that are in bondage that this is the day that the Lord has made. Mm. Come to him, turn to him, mm. call upon his name. Paul, in, in Acts chapter 17, found people uh, worshipping all kinds of gods. And they even had an altar for a god that they said is unknown. We spoke about this when we were speaking about ignorance. Mm. And he said, even that god you are unaware of, you have been saving him well without knowing, but now I have come 
to declare him to you, that you might know him and serve it. And from there, he started to tell them the history of humanity, that uh, uh, human beings come from one man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God distributed the nations according to their seasons and according to their boundaries, which means every nation which finds itself existing is because in that time, God has allowed that nation to be there. He has even allowed that it has the boundaries that it has. However, this is how Paul rounded off that message. He said in verse 8, Acts chapter 17, verse 8, truly these times of ignorance God overlooked but now instructs all human beings everywhere to repent, to change their thinking. It is not rhetoric, which mm. we have been very good at, mm. but it's uh, uh, us living in such a way, conducting ourselves in such a way that this message makes sense. This message does convict those who are in ignorance, because the times of ignorance God has put aside now. He wants everybody, wherever people are, they should change their thinking. They should change their thinking away from idolatrous God. They must come to Him who is the true God, because He has already paid the true price that was supposed to be paid. In Luke chapter 13, verse 34 and 35, Jesus Christ was outside Jerusalem and saying, uh, Jerusalem, uh, you kill those who are sent to you, the prophets that are sent to you. But how many times have I been wanting to, like a hand, to bring you under my feather and, 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 and take care of you? But you would not have it. Why? Because they did not realize the hour, the season, the time that God had visited them. Hmm. And he told them, your house will be left desolate from now on. In other words, why? Because they missed uh, uh, knowing the time, the season. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, it says, uh, from verse 1 to 2, we then, as workers together with him, also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. Mm. For he says, in an acceptable season, I have heard you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the well-accepted season. Behold, now is the day of salvation. This is the message we must for those who are outside. But for us to take that message, it must be accompanied by a certain type of conduct. And that conduct, Peter speaks about it in First uh, 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 Peter chapter 1, where he says in verse 15, Therefore, gird up the loins of your deep thinking, be sober and hope upon the grace that is to be brought to you in the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not considering yourselves to the first 
desires as in your ignorance. But as he who called you is holy, you also become holy in all your conduct. Mm. Because it is written, be holy for I am holy. And you see this thing of being holy, of making sure that even though we may find ourselves in the middle of sinful situations, we do not capitulate and become common with those things. Through the ability that God gives to us who are his children. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is already in us. And when we appeal to him to help us walk this path in holiness, he, he imparts that to us as his children. Therefore, when we go there and live among people, that are living an aimless life, a vain life, the Holy Spirit catches their attention to the reality that these people are different in how they walk among us. And therefore, people will be able to come and say, tell us, how can we be saved? Why? Because this season that we are in is the is it was kicked off by the visitation of the Lord for salvation. Because there is coming another season where the Lord is going to come with a visitation for judgment. But this time is the time of salvation. And those who mm-hmm. are in Christ ought to conduct themselves in a holy conduct. Mm. Those who are in yeah. Christ ought to conduct themselves in a holy conduct. It takes us back to say, wow, it means then we live in a time where we are supposed to be walking the walk of wisdom. We live in a time of walking the walk of wisdom. It's very important. We trust God is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. We are together throughout up to the hour eight. My name is Ray. I'm hanging out with uh, the men of God, Muruti Karabomraka. Pastor Samuel Kabamba is also on the line. And we are opening up the lines. You can talk to us. What times are we living in? Spile inkatine zinjani. Inkatine zipi. Jengoba singena unyagino musha. Se inkatine zinjani. Shailu Tingo 012-333-8699. That's 012-333-8699. And also 012-334-1322. Talk to us directly there. Let's hear what you say about this. What kind of times are we living in? Send us your WhatsApps. It's 0826572729. The WhatsApp there, it's 0826572729. And uh, let's hear what you say also there. I'm keen to hear. Uh, mm. from you with regards to that send us the whatsapps uh, it's 0826572729 and uh, let's hear what you say with regards to this i'm keen to hear from you and um, uh, tell us what kind of times are we living at what kind of times are we living in uh, and uh, you can send us as many WhatsApps as you can there. Right, and uh, I see others have uh, already uh, sent uh, uh, comments there. And then this is also from, uh, I think, from my friend there. Eh? Uh, yeah, this is from my friend. Yeah, Ubu, she, she says, Shalom, Putre. 
a complete Jewish Bible, First Chronicles 12, 33, uh, 32, of the descendants of Yisakar, men who understood the times and knew what Israel ought to do. Mm-hmm. There were 200 leaders, and all their kinsmen were under their command. These men as having a keen understanding of the times in which they lived, and as a result, knowing what actions Israel should take. Hey, but now, you look at us, and you can tell, uh, Mo, okay, um, let's, let's take some of the comments. Hello there, hi. Hello, my daughter, brother Ray. Hey, Putwami, Saubonam. Yes, sir. Glory to God. Glory, glory to God, brother. Yes, sir. Let me cut it. Pina goes my brother. He's interested in the guy who qualifies in Number one is Jesus. Nombuso ya kufukelana kuya kubakhona indlala today siyabona ukudla kuyithina khona abantu abalala bangadlanga bonke mm kwethe nje kufika covid pandemic abantu abanalutho brother ray abasebenzi so indlala yodwa mm mm usele kwa kokudla abantu izinto zikhona ke abana manje zokuthenga brother ray yeah. Go about a feeling. Look twenty one verse eleven. Utiguya kuwa kona guzama zama go cool gum shaba. Kupizize is a kiwo. Kubola lena bandu. Se abona brother, you born a lakuboni zindu shoning a pasum shabat. Mm. Ufigen that is Thomas in Zimagadi. Because these are the times which is a cool man as a living to live And the end regular my brother. Uti futi, guya guba kona izi for izi oba umshaya puke. Let's go nina kama 1918, the corner is penny flu. brother Ray. Bafa. Today, sepsige i corona pandemi brother Ray. Abantu ba yafa. And uti guya guba kona izi, izi for izi oba umshaya puke. That's science about doctor, abonke nye ege bazgu, ti bashanga nisi in nanda zari. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Abantu abantu pili lanje, bakosi uguti, batyala mkunyukulu za tibadere. Hmm. Eh, uti la abantu, bayo ba, abantu abantu zikanda ngukotri ili tibadere. Hmm. Tulisi abona mkunyukulu za abantu abantu zikanda ngukotri ili. Utolo mzimba o kumutezi palile, la pama tilako mzimba o kumutezi palile, la pama tilako I'm going to be a street kid. I'm going to be a street kid. I'm going to be a street kid. I'm 
No, Lego, Begin Kuzo all the time god bless you my brother thank you so much god bless you sir how's okay how's okay we are taking your calls you can give us a shout Talk to us directly, then let's hear what you say. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 64 Five three zero six eight zero five or zero seven four double nine five nine zero eight five. Our I am youth counseling team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. No hassles, no frills. It's just sounds full of life on six five seven AM.